0: Welcome to the Creating Your Best Self podcast with your host, David N. Johnson. And I'm T. LeVon Lawrence. The Creating Your Best Self podcast is all about personal change. It's about creating the very best version of yourself so that you can help others achieve the same. It's about living your life with intent, gratitude, and a deep level of self-worth and happiness. In today's episode, we'll discuss how you can change your
1: life with the power of thought. We live in a world created by thought. Our thoughts determine our experiences and how we see the world around us. Our thoughts create the quality of our experiences and help shape our lives. Are you ready to learn how the power of thought can shape your life? Stay tuned.
0: what you think. Let's start today's episode off with a couple of quotes. Philosopher James Allen wrote, As a man thinks, so he is. As he continues to think, so he remains. Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius wrote, A man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Author Napoleon Hill said, Both poverty and riches are the offspring of thought. Author Earl Nightingale said, We become what we think about. And John Milton said, the mind is its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell or a hell of heaven. Everything in life is achieved first in the mind then externally in the world. Now, in past episodes, we've spoken about your inner voice, living authentically, overcoming fear, and how to change your mental programming. Every one of those episodes involve the power of thought. The thoughts that you give power to are the root cause of your entire life. When we're unhappy, we seek change. Typically, this change involves buying things for a a boost of happiness. Maybe it's traveling to escape our problems or seeking substance, whether they be drugs, alcohol, or food, just to kind of nub the mind and to help us forget. Of course, all of that is temporary because once the newness of the thing we bought wears off, once we return from our trip, and the effects of the substances we take begin to fade, we always fall back to where we started, unhappy. So the cycle just kind of repeats itself over and over again. We buy more things, we go on another trip, we eat more food, drink more alcohol, or, or we even bury ourselves in our work. Now we try to do things and create happiness externally, but the fact is that true happiness comes from the inside. Yes, of course your environment does play a role Um, in changing your circumstances, but it doesn't address the root cause behind why you feel the way that you do. Now, if you want to change how you fit into the outside world, stop seeking things externally and start looking internally, right? So the change that you want to see in the world starts with a change within yourself. Everything you have in life now began with a thought, absolutely everything. And everything you'll achieve in the future will begin with a thought or one of the thoughts that you're currently having so think about those thoughts do you want to change the outcome then just change your thoughts so i've talked about this a little bit here and there and i've been it's not that i've been uncomfortable talking about what you know how i you know how i grew up but i i just haven't talked about it a lot so let's talk about thoughts so a lot of times you know my thoughts were kind of an extension of my environment growing up i didn't really have the model childhood right um, so my thoughts were an extension of my environment and not the other way around. So I did grow up poor. Now, not the kind of poor where we couldn't afford the latest game system, but the kind of poor that left us homeless. Wow. Yeah. So it was it was tough. There's a lot that went along with that. A lot of thoughts that happened. And it left me thinking, is this all? Is this all there is? And I convinced myself to get through with it. Yes, this was it. Because we never could get to where we wanted to get to. We didn't have the nicest of places. We didn't have the... Uh, the best of clothes at all right so this was something that you know that I had to kind of relearn right and so I learned to kind of settle and accept my place in the world kind of where it was and so I stuck there for a really long time and it was very very hard for me to kind of um, you know get past that for a long time and it kind of changed my thoughts but but once I learned that I didn't have to give power to every thought and how to empower those that benefited me the most, my outside world kind of began to change. And there's a lot of those moments in my life that I've kind of fell back onto that and and learned those things that I I've, that I needed to learn. Now I still do fall back onto my limiting beliefs from time to time, and it, it just happens. We all we all do it. I mean, I catch myself in the act all the time, which is kind of what this episode is about: is how do we catch ourselves in those moments when we're saying things that go against what we want to do? And there's one one. Thing that I, I think we've talked about it in a previous episode, T, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there's one thought that came up was like imposter syndrome. Is, yeah. Um, like college was never really something that was spoken about in my house ever. Right. And so it was never thought that, hey, I should go to college. Same now, here. it did pop up in my mind and go, you know, maybe this is something I should do. And, and I did go sign up for college, but there was a class that I wanted to that I didn't get at the time I wanted to. So I said, I'll go back next semester. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Never went back? Never went back. (laughs) So, you know, so as my professional life kind of increased and it changed and, you know, I got to, you know, certain places I'm looking around and now I'm working with people with these, you know, Ivy League college degrees sometimes. And I couldn't help but wonder, you know, am I imposter? Do I belong here? And I had these thoughts that that, that came up, they bubbled up. And um, and then then they come from like really, you know, good families with with doctors and lawyers and scientists for, for parents that paid for their college. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. I'm not saying that, but what it caused me, it caused me to feel like, am I not good enough to be here? And so I would look at those thoughts. I'd have those thoughts, and I kind of, I kind of dove into it and made myself who I am, and telling myself, you know what, I do belong here. I didn't have to convince anybody else. I think that they thought that I did. They know that I do. But it was me. It was my internal. Once I changed those thoughts, once I was able to focus on those thoughts that bubbled up and the ones that were causing me to not be able to achieve the goals and stuff that i set for myself um, and to give power to the ones that did. Mm -hmm. That's when my life changed. I like the idea that, that you acknowledge that
1: you didn't have to convince anybody else you did all this because you had to convince yourself. Yeah. And that's the same thing I've had to deal with myself.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it is. Because you know, I think too many times you try to focus the external world Mm -hmm. to try to reconcile our internal world when it's the other way around. Exactly. Yeah. It's the other way around. So, so it, it starts with a change of thought. That's what it is. It starts with a change of thought, or at least understanding which thoughts to give your power to, because it's those mm-hmm. thoughts that will change your life. And see, what do you have to say about, about thoughts and, and the ones that we give power to?
1: Well, Dave, look, I, I got some good news and it's been good news for me for years. I know that thoughts in and of themselves have no power. Now, Plenty of philosophers and peak performance uh, advisors will tell you that, yes, thoughts are things, but the truth is they have no power. It's the thoughts with their respective feelings that you give power to, the ones that you actively invest your attention in, that will have the most enormous effect on the trajectory of your daily life. Now, for example, uh, there is a world of difference between the idea and the experience of thinking it's going to be a great day versus thinking it's going to be a lousy day. Those two contradictory thoughts create a reality, each their own, for you to live in as they run through and take up residence in your central nervous system, altering your perception and your mental focus in a process that makes one or the other true for you in real time. Thoughts reflect the current matrix of ideas sitting and some gathering dust within your subconscious storehouse, whether or not those ideas align with what you want in your heart. The good news is that the existence of any mental content in your subconscious doesn't mean it belongs there, nor that it has to stay there, nor that you have to entertain or obey any mental junk that kicks off in your head in response to your current environment, the company you keep, or the situations you're facing. You can take stock in the content of your subconscious and decide which thought impulses are for you and which urges need to be evicted from your life so that you can replace them with new content that you design specifically for yourself. New thoughts, new feelings that add up to a new upgraded inner voice. An inner voice that makes achieving your dreams more natural, effortless, And enjoyable with every day that
0: passes. Eloquently stated. Yeah. Right. Eloquently stated. So yeah, so we all can use we all can use an upgrade in thinking. But then we ask ourselves, how do we how do we go about doing that? So you probably notice in all of the episodes that we've done, you know, we do like to get into theory, we do talk about philosophy probably a lot, but we always want to make sure that every single one of these episodes have actionable steps that you can take to make a difference, to make a change in your own life. Because The podcast is called Creating Yeah, exactly. your best self, yep, right? Yep. It's a, it's an act. So you got to create your best self, right? It's not yeah. finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. And you are
1: creating it out of the stuff you're already made of. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely, right? Right? So it's all about not looking external, looking internal, making the change and then change, and then and then changing the outside world. Well, if you make that internal change, most likely it's going to start to do it on its own. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah very true. Very true. So uh, so the first step, uh, you know, is to kind of identify the self-sabotaging thoughts, right? Yeah. Do, you, do you find yourself saying things like, you know, that will never happen again, or that probably won't go as planned. Um, and sometimes those seem, you know, those are those are automatic, right? They just pop mm-hmm. up in your mind and it's easy to do. And it's like, okay, since I'm thinking it, it's true. You gave power to it. It stopped your forward momentum.
1: You didn't even question it.
0: No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. And we want you to question it. So you have to identify these self-sabotaging thoughts. Mm-hmm. So negative words are a reflection of your negative thoughts. So also, not only the things you're, you're, say, you're thinking on the inside, also think about the things that you're saying. Because a lot of times, these mm-hmm. are automatic thoughts. Yep. And I was reading somewhere, it says like 95% of what we think happens uh, subconsciously anyway. So yep. So pay attention to things that you're saying if you're having a hard time figuring out which thoughts are causing your 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 life to lead you in the direction that you're going to. So start paying attention to what you're saying. Yeah. Because everything we say is indicative of what we think. Yeah. So pay attention to the things that you say out loud.
1: And if you're and if you're if you're if uh, if you're saying them, that means they had enough power in thought to get you to express them, which means you're also feeling something that matches that negative expression. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I was, I was actually I had lunch with a friend yesterday. And we were kind of talking about this topic a little bit and it came up about uh, disparaging remark that one says about yourself and she says you know what i always tell somebody a friend of mine who says stuff bad about themselves always asking the question why are you saying bad things about my friend?
1: Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, right? <laughs> about that. And
0: we talked about this in a previous episode, right? <laughs> is is you know, would you talk would you hang out with somebody that talked to you the way you talk to yourself? Absolutely oh, not. No, dude. Right? So oh.
1: I'm learning to, to to talk to myself differently, so maybe I do want to hang out with that guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So absolutely. So so, what is a negative thought? How are how are negative thoughts characterized? One is they are totally automatic. Mm-hmm. They pop up without any thought. Um, they are distorted. They're yeah. absolutely distorted because they typically don't fit all the facts, and they're rooted in fear. They mm-hmm. preventing you from doing something. I talked about this mm-hmm. before. Is looking at the energy of something. Right. If it's pushing you away, it's fear and it's negative. It's pulling yeah. you towards something. That's what you want that, to. That's what you want. You want to be pulled towards your your goals, not pushed away from them. Yeah. Well,
1: you also need to know the difference between fear and excitement too, because you may have a big goal and you feel excited about it, and it feels like fear. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So fear definitely lets you know you're going the right direction. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, they're also unhelpful because they affect the way you feel. Just like T was talking about, they mm-hmm. affect the way you feel. And the way you behave, and it makes it very, very difficult to change.
1: Well, it's like you just said. If you're feeling
0: lousy, you're going to seek an escape from it. Right, yeah. right. Um, and and while while negative thoughts may be helpful, they're very, very believable. I mean, that's the oh, thing, yeah. right? Yeah, you believe yep. them, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're very, very easily accepted as facts, especially. When you are telling yourself the same exact thing the world is telling you.
1: Yep. Which right? is usually how we wind up. You
0: know? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, the world telling us that, you know, you're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You look at social media and you look at all of this stuff that's going on around you.
1: You're a victim. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. You're oppressed. I mean, there's and one you, I've had to deal with.
0: Right. And if, you, and if you feel that way on the inside, it coincides with people are telling you on the outside. then guess what? It's exactly what you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, another characteristic of a negative thought is that they're very intrusive. Oh, yeah. They yeah. intrude, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like an unwelcome guest. that come knocking at your door when you're sitting down for dinner. You're like, who the heck is that it's at my door, right? Yeah. If you try to resist them, they fight even harder. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they barge in on your thinking without you ever having to invite them in. They're there. You don't invite them into you. They pop up. They can be violent uh, and disturbing and almost yeah. impossible to switch off. We've all yeah. been through those where things kind of go in our head and we can't we can't turn it off like a certain song, T. That's going on in your head. You just can't switch it off over and
1: over again. That's a good song. Okay,
0: listen. Okay, we all know how 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 Dance Monkey has been around for a long time now, but he just found it. He just listened to it, and it's on repeat for days. Anyway, it's kind of like that, right? So, uh, so so your thoughts that can be they can be violent, and disturbing, and, and almost impossible to switch off. But which is why it's important not not to ignore your negative thoughts. Instead. Mm-hmm. Work to identify them so that you can overcome them. Yep. Right. And so this is why I think it's important not to fall in, not not to fall prey to the monk condition. Right. Just made it up. It's not a thing. But monk condition. <laughs> you can go Google it. But just think about this. So, so uh, basically, it's 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 not. You know, I don't want you to become so good at pushing down your negative thoughts that you can't be part of the outside world because you become too noisy. That you're so internal so much. That when someone else is added to the mix, uh, that it just becomes too difficult, too much, and you kind of push inward some more. So unless yeah. unless you plan on living in the middle of the woods, uh, you have to become better at dealing with your inner turmoil while living in a tumultuous world. Now, if that isn't some Inception stuff right there, I guess I don't know what what is. Well, right? I'll
1: tell you this. I actually <laughs> saw a movie uh, called The Razor's Edge, and a guy mentioned the fact that uh, anybody can be a holy man on the top of a mountain by yourself. It's when you gotta go down into the city and deal with regular people that you get brought down. Absolutely. To the normal level. Yeah. It's
0: because it's because we're so, you know, we can condition ourselves to be so good at dealing with all our internal stuff. Mm-hmm. But when we start adding someone else's external stuff that's a reflection of their internal stuff, mm-hmm. that's when it becomes harder. Marriage yeah. anyone? <laughs> all right? Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, so so now that now that we've kind of talked about what a negative thought is, you know, how do you recognize them? And there's a lot of different stuff out there that talks about how you can recognize them. But it's really important because as we've been talking about, they're completely completely automatic, right? Mm-hmm. One, it, it's like all or nothing thinking, right? Mm-hmm. So things are hardly ever black and white. So don't overlook the gray. So is all one way or not or, or or another way, and it prevents you from from actually doing things. Uh, Self put downs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is an example. example. What, do,
1: what do they call that? Uh, yeah, well, well, when when they really mean it and they're not kidding. That, oh yeah, that, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think because I mean, do, I do that. What, what do you call it when you're kind of, kind of self-effacing? You know. You're, oh you're no, talking, you're yeah.
0: fishing when you say, "Oh, oh yeah, I know, you. Yeah, I'm yeah. so dumb." You want people to tell you how smart yeah, you are? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah. No, oh, yeah
1: so. I'm so I'm, I'm so ugly. No, T, you're handsome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he tells himself in the mirror every morning. <laughs> um, but another thing to look at is self-blame. Stuff like mm-hmm. I'm bad luck. Uh, nothing ever goes as planned when I'm in charge, right? So you're always blaming yourself, especially when it's not mm-hmm. your fault, but you kind of take it upon yourself. That's something that's really negative. Perfectionism. Now, oh, we yeah. talked about this before. Perfectionism yeah. is very negative,
1: yeah, yeah, right? Because
0: yeah. if you are not, if you can't do it perfect, then why do it at all? Yeah, exactly. Um, Fortune telling is another one. So this is when you anticipate that things will turn out bad, so you just don't do it. Oh, my God,
1: in the book Atomic Habits, they call that a, a prediction incident with the mind. Like, for instance, somebody said, hey, can you do this project for me? And the first thing you do is see in your head that you can't do it or it's going to be overwhelming yep. or something like that. Uh, so you don't want to do it. It's called a prediction. And in order for you to learn to love things that you really don't have much passion for, like, like for instance, let's say you have a value, a personal value that you don't, you shouldn't work too hard, right? But you're in a job where you do have to work hard. Uh, that's, that's a value you actually have to change. Uh, so when it comes to uh, your boss coming up to and giving you work, you have an automatic negative reaction. Uh, a, a negative prediction, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to want to avoid it. So that's something you will have to change. Yeah, Absolutely, you,
0: you know, we know. we all we all are fortune tellers, aren't we? When yeah. Exactly. Up? Oh,
1: dude, I'm really bad with that. Oh. I, I'm I'm getting better with it
0: though. Oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So uh, another one is mental uh, mental filtering. Mm-hmm. It's it's when you only focus on the negative details. So you're you're gonna you're going to to do something, whatever it happens to be, but you kind of filter out all the good stuff and just focus on the bad, and you make that. The, the whole thing, which is kind of like magnifying, yeah, you right? You blow it up. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's a simple, it's another example of that is what's called magnifying. It's like, can you look at one mistake mm-hmm. and you zoom all the way into it? So think about it, you're looking at a picture, yeah. right? Or through the lens of a camera mm-hmm. and you're zoomed all the way in and you can't find the image because maybe you're zoomed too far in and you can't yeah. find it. So it's the same sort of thing. It's like when taking a mistake and you magnify it so much, that's all you can see.
1: In sports psychology, they really train athletes to not fall victim to that because it leads to choking.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, overgeneralization is another one. So this is, mm-hmm. this is, this is when something bad happens. Um, and then you tell yourself that it will always be that way. Uh, uh, always. And, 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 the, and
1: the, or the, or the whole, uh, race is to blame or the whole career is a problem or blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Or, you know, I grew up, I grew up poor, so I'm always going to be poor. That's the way oh, it is. Oh yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So think about like when you learn to ride a bike, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. If you always, if you told yourself, Oh, I'm always going to fall. I'm mm. never going to get any better at this. So then you just don't get back on the bike and never ride it again because you're yep. always going to fall. You're always going to skin your knee up. You'll yep. bust your head open. Whatever it happens to yep. be. The
1: thought creates the reality.
0: All right. Yep. So another another negative thought is mind reading. Mm. Now this is we do this so much out thinking about it. It's but mm. when you make negative interpretations of what others are saying or even thinking, it's like yeah. I like we're not mind readers. I mean we can't physically go in somebody's mind, but for some reason we look at we look at them and go, okay, they're thinking this about me. And, right. we, and believe it. Absolutely. We believe, we believe
1: ourselves as mind readers. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so that's a one way, that's another way to you know, characterize and to really recognize a negative thought. Yeah. And, there, and, there, and there are some other reasons. Now, you mentioned something earlier um, about how negative thoughts um, are, are also about negative feelings. Now, w- yeah. what, what do you say about that?
1: Well, I'll tell you this. I, I learned a, 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 a saying years ago, and it is this you can't have one without the other. There was a 2010 Harvard University study uh, where they literally had people track people on their iPhones and and they would send off an alarm and then ask, what were you thinking about for the last 10 minutes and how were you feeling? And they found that the great majority of of the respondents uh, were unable to keep their mind on one thing for a full 10 minutes and their mind would wander several times. and, and, And when the phone would go off, they would record most of the time they were feeling lousy. Mm -hmm. mind wandering is just a, just a, it, it leads to feeling lousy. So, um, and where there's a negative thought, there's always going to be a negative feeling and a negative experience. As long as the, the negative thought is held on the stage of imagination. Um, the negative experience that comes with a negative expression can become so familiar that it becomes normalized as we grow unhappily comfortable with the habit. If you express negatively, especially if you do it out of habit, then you have on your hands a huge opportunity to transform your life experience for the better. Meanwhile, we wonder why life keeps burdening us with lousy experiences when the real reason is that our mental slumber in neglecting to pay attention to our thinking habits, we create negative experiences for ourselves while blaming it on anything other than ourselves. Mm. My uh, personal philosophy is to never trust an unexamined thought or impulse, inspect them all, So that you can manage them better now the second step is to find the reasons why you're having negative thoughts in the first place uh as long as we're up and moving around in our day we never stop experiencing we are always walking talking thinking feeling human receiving stations and our senses are always being affected by our our external environment the company we keep and the company we keep inside ourselves when it comes to our thinking Uh, Just because you have thoughts and and it sounds and feels like your own inner voice, that does not mean you have to take ownership. Most likely, it's something that was handed to you by somebody else. Much of what we think has been influenced by other people who raised us, our family, our friends, and people in our social circle. Uh, Something that they picked up from somebody else and didn't bother questioning or examining. So it became their own. It shaped their mind. It shaped their life and they had no choice but to express it to you. And that's just how human society works. The mental experiences we endure can be kicked off by something we see, hear, taste, smell, or touch. They can be launched by other ongoing mental experiences, as when one thought leads to another and then another of its type. This is why we can find ourselves stuck in a hostile, repetitive, emotional loop or... We can find ourselves consistently enjoying a positive, enduring, emotional daily experience.
0: Yeah, well said. So I think, you know, I, I know a lot of stuff that we were, you know, that you were just talking about, it's not feeling, you know, but, which is great. And so I want, to, I want to talk about another aspect of that is, okay. you know, why it's important to find the reasons why you're having negative thoughts is, mm-hmm. is, is really look at the situation that you find yourself in. I mean, mm-hmm. Ask yourself, you know. How, how am I feeling? Am I feeling irritated, nervous, perhaps guilty? So just start labeling the feeling a little bit, right? And yeah. kind of understanding what it is. Is it fear? Um, is it happy? Is it joy? Whatever it happens to be. Uh, yeah. If you're trying to figure out the you know, you know, the reasons why behind your negative thoughts is is really start focusing on, you know, how how you're feeling. Um, you know, you under- see
1: if you can name it, then you can do something about Absolutely, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So, you know, understanding how you feel in certain situations and what may cause them. Will give you a tremendous amount of insight into why you are having negative thoughts. Yeah. Right? We gotta get to the root.
1: That knowledge can give you
0: power. Absolutely. Yeah, just the right. fact
1: that you're observing it will take you out of the state most of the time.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think along those lines, whatever the situation happens to be that you find yourself in, that you're having these negative thoughts and you're trying to get to the root of it, is you know you can even ask yourself who you were with. You know, what were you doing? <laughs> yeah and when was it? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because these negative thoughts, you know. I said, it, you know, in the very beginning, that your environment does play yep. a role in, mm-hmm. in, you know, how you feel about yourself. Now, you can change that internally, obviously, right? right? But you still got to look at the environment that you find yourself in. It's gonna be really helpful. Yeah,
1: there are people who you can get around where you will automatically start to feel lousy and to think negative.
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, so all of these will help you get to the root um, and the reasoning behind why you are having negative thoughts. Now, while I think it's important. To give power to the thoughts that you want to be shaped by, Yeah. don't forget that you can positively be shaped by something negative.
1: Mm,
0: really? Explain. Absolutely. That. Okay. For example, we talked about this, mm-hmm. is I didn't really learn how to be a good husband or father for my father. I no. learned how not to be a good husband oh, and father, yeah. right? So if okay. you think about the negative thought that you have and you're really digging into the why behind it, mm-hmm. why it came, you can turn that into something more positive. Right? Because yeah. something you can learn yeah. from. Right? Yep. We're going to talk something a little about that here in a little bit. But um, just remember that, you know, you'll only be able to do that if you go through the process of learning from it. That's yeah. the only way. Yeah. Now, remember I said yeah. earlier, don't ignore all of your negative thoughts. Yes, you know, many should be ignored, but I'm referring to the chronic negative thoughts that you yeah. have, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, which is important. So, some of them require that you keep digging until you find the root so that you can squash it yeah. once and yeah. for all. Right? So the third step is to focus on the solutions, not the problems. So when you identify your problems, understand their root causes, and work to replace them with positive thoughts and words, you are taking action and building new habits that will affect your life in amazing ways. So those new mental habits will allow you to create your best self uh, and will sustain you during rough times in life going forward too, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really, really easy to focus on our problems. Super easy. We do it all the time, right? Well, let me ask you this. I I, I hate to interrupt
1: you, but but it is important. You say that um, uh, we, we got to focus on the solutions, not the problem. That kind of tells me that there's something we have to fight against in order to focus on the solution. And that thing we got to fight against is probably the negative thoughts because they are intrusive and they won't show up. So somehow we got to fight through them and force ourselves to look at a solution and then to hold our attention there.
0: Right. That's why we have to. That's why the first step is to is to know them, yeah. right? To label them. Yeah. To find out why you have them. Mm-hmm. And the third step, now that you know the problem is there, you know what it's causing. Yeah. The problems of you know, maybe even talk about yourself, okay, if this if this problem is always there, then what's going to happen in the future? How oh, what's yeah. this going to do to my future, future self? Mm-hmm. So having those discussions are important. So once you've done that, then let's start focusing on on the solutions, right? Right. Okay. Right. So so, it's, like I said earlier, it's easy to focus on a problem. We all do it. Yeah. Uh, we need to stop. You need to stop. The listener, we all need yeah, to stop. Yeah. So, if you get so focused on your problems, you forget to search for solutions. Yeah. Right? Now, it sounds simple, and right? And if you
1: focus too much on the problems, remember, your, your thoughts, what you think is what you're going to experience. So, if you're focused on the problem, guess what you're going to experience. Exactly. If you're focused on the solutions guess what you're going to experience.
0: That's yeah. right. So it's easy to focus on on our problems, right? We, we all do it. I know that sounds simple, and I keep saying that over and over again, but to focus on solutions and not the problem gets the best of us, right? We all do it. Yeah. So instead of dwelling on the obstacles and the challenges that are standing in your way, focus on how you're going to overcome them. Stop yeah. being paralyzed by the facts of the problem. Focus on the solution, and before long, you're going to look outward, and you're going to see just how much progress you've made. Yeah. So, um, so here's like uh, here's like a simple six-step process that you can go through to solving problems. We, we did
1: say we like every show to have <laughs> practical steps that you can apply, and here they go.
0: Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, so the first one is to is to identify the problem, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be clear on what the problem is and, and what makes it a problem. This is the same same thing as our our first step was identifying mm-hmm. the negative thought. So you right. have to identify it. You don't. You can't overcome a problem if mm-hmm. you haven't defined the problem. Okay. Right. So. Uh, second is to generate possible solutions.
1: As many as possible. As many. Bra- brainstorm them. Do Google searches. Ask people you trust who are actually, who know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't don't ask your typical friends who who are kind of like you and you want to be better than you are now. No, ask somebody who knows something.
0: No, you know, he says better than you are. We all know you're amazing. I mean, you yeah, wouldn't be right. listening to this if it I mean, weren't amazing, right? Only
1: amazing people listen to this oh, show. Oh,
0: absolutely. And you're amazing because you want to create a better self.
1: Congratulations.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? So... Uh, So generate those solutions. Write them down. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Write them down. Get very creative. Don't think too much about them. Just if it pops in your head, just write them down. At this point, Mm -hmm. we're not trying to evaluate the validity of the solutions. We're just trying to come up with solutions. So don't puzzle your way through them. Just write them down.
1: And when you're writing them down, guess what you're not going
0: to be focused on? Problems. Absolutely. There you go. Right? Uh, Step number three is to evaluate. Now, Mm -hmm. depending on the complexity of the problem, you Mm -hmm. might want to do this maybe six to 12 hours later, maybe the very next day. Come back to your list. Mm -hmm. Immediately start crossing off all the ones you're like, what was I thinking? No, no, no. Not
1: going to go meditate in in Bahrain somewhere.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, right? So cross everything doesn't make any sense. Add more of them at this time, now that you've had time to think about it. Um, But really start honing them on a little bit more. And step number four is to decide on the solution to the problem. Of all of those Mm -hmm. decide on the one that you want to take this is the solution i'm going to take but i want you to get very specific about it right Mm -hmm. so uh, specify the actions that need to be taken how it will be done and when it will be done Mm -hmm. all of this is really really important because i don't want you to be paralyzed by the problem i want you to be energized by the solution yeah so number five is to implement the solution as planned implement it do Mm -hmm. it right number five is important we can do all the internal soul searching that we want, but if we don't take action, what good is it, right? You don't
1: need permission. This is this is you improving not only your life, but the lives of those around you by making this decision.
0: Absolutely. So number six is, is after action reports. I like after action reports. I've mm-hmm. talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it again, but I think it's <laughs> important to evaluate the solution. And I think this comes just from my marketing background, mm-hmm. but after action report, evaluate the solution. Um, how effective was it? Does your plan, does Mm. your solution, does it need to be revised? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if you're not pleased with the the solution, start back from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, you've already identified the problem, so just start generating more solutions. Look at the list that you did. Okay, And all this one didn't work, let's go back to this one. Focus on the solutions, don't focus on the problem. You've labeled it, it's there, now overcome it. I believe in you. Yeah, all right. Hey, I'd like to give one example of how I use that six
1: step process to change a particular thought by replacing an old one with a new one and conditioning the new thought until it became part of my own inner voice, my own natural way of thinking. Now, first step, identify the problem. I had an old belief about work ethic, and the belief was, and it wasn't my fault, it was just something given to me, get something for nothing. Don't give your all for your job. That's how I was raised. And I took that belief and that value with me into the military and within three months got myself in trouble. And of course, within another three months, I replaced it with a new thought and got myself sailor of the quarter. And, and it, it wasn't that difficult. I had some role models around that kind of helped, you know, kind of set the example. But that's the thing I did. I had to identify the problem. I knew that I couldn't show up and, com- and compete with the people I had to work against because they were too sharp that that whole get something for nothing wouldn't work so next step was generate possible solutions i had choices that included daily affirmations self-hypnosis auto-suggestive recordings and more in my case I like auto suggestion recordings that I listen to once or twice a day during quiet moments. And when I say auto-suggested recordings, basically, I take a list of affirmations. Let's say 10 good ideas that I want to be true about myself. Since the idea was uh, don't do hard work, get something for nothing, I had to come up with an opposite thought, which was do more than the other guy. And I read something, fortunately, about the 10% principle. Do at least 10% more, and I'd heard about the term 110%. So for three months, I actually listened to this recording of myself as one of those old uh, cassette players repeating these affirmations, these commands, these auto-suggestions over and over again. And then within a short period of time, I found myself thinking the exact thoughts that I had listened to over and over again. I found my inner voice changing, which of course gave me new impulses so that when I found myself in a situation, let's, so, let's say I had done a, a, well, what would have been a full day's work for anybody else. Uh, when somebody, when we get to the end of the day and people are getting ready to clock out and go home, that's when my inner voice, my new idea would kick in and say, do an extra hour. Instead, I wound up doing two because it wasn't like difficult work or anything. But so in three months, I went from being in trouble to being awarded. And I like that fact. So I I, I identified the problem. I generated a list of of, of possible solutions. I evaluated the problem. I knew it was big. I had to get clear on my why, including, like David said, I asked myself what price I would pay if I did not change out of that habitual thought. I knew my life would be ruined, so that was motivation enough to get me going. I decided on the solution to the problem, which for me was auto-suggestion. It could be affirmation. It could be reading the good book or whatever holy book. It could be reading a philosophy book. Any peak performance, just anything to get you a new idea. And then I executed the the actual solution, and my after-action report is my journal because I love to journalize everything that I do and keep track of it. So as you can see, I know for myself that this simple approach works, and I know that it can work for you in getting a handle on your thought life. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We appreciate your time, and we're eternally grateful for you spending it with us.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing, sharing, favoriting, or all the above. You can find us on, on most podcast directories. And as always, keep living your best life, keep pushing, and never give up on your dreams.